This message was shared from the pulpit at Good News Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia. For more information, visit us online at goodnewsbaptist.org. If you would open your Bibles uh, to the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. We'll start out there with one verse, and then we're going to go over to it another passage in the book of Matthew. Let me ask you a question tonight. And I want to be clear from the beginning. This is for all of us, all right? I want this lesson to be something that you guys right here can take with you and learn from, but uh, this isn't just for the kids tonight either. This is something we can all learn from, something the Lord's been working on my heart about. But uh, my question tonight is, are you a patient person? We all have a hard time being patient sometimes, don't we? Is it hard to wait? Yeah. Um, Maybe uh, we have a hard time being patient when we're waiting in line for a ride. You guys ever have trouble being patient when you're waiting in line? Yeah. Maybe we have uh, trouble being patient, trouble waiting for our birthday or maybe for Christmas, do you feel very patient when those things are getting soon? I don't think so. We have trouble waiting for things like that, right? It is hard to wait, but tonight I want to talk about a different kind of patience. Not just waiting for something to happen, not that kind of patience. I want to talk about patience with other people. Because we need to be patient with the other people around us, don't we? Being patient with other people can be really hard sometimes, can't it? Uh, For example, how many of you have a younger brother or sister? My hand's raised. Okay. You have a younger brother or sister, all right? Yeah, it still counts, Lily. All right. I know you haven't met her her yet, but... (laughs) Do they ever do things that annoy you? Yeah. Um, Do they ever do things that make you get angry at them and maybe do mean things to them? No, never? Okay. Yeah, sometimes that happens, right? Sometimes we have a hard time being patient with our little brothers and sisters, okay? And they don't still have to be little kids for them to do things that annoy us either, for those of us who are adults. (laughs) Parents. Do you ever have a hard time being patient with your children? (laughs) You know, when they do stuff that's childish? We all need a lesson in patience, don't we? Well, 1 Thessalonians 5.14 tells us, Warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward all men. There's a lot in that verse, and there's a lot we could learn from it, but I want to focus in on that phrase, and I want that to be a phrase that you remember and think about. Be patient toward all men. And to do that, I want to tell tell you a story tonight. And actually, this is a story that Jesus told in the book of Matthew chapter 18. If you want to turn there in your Bible, you can do that to follow along with this story. Matthew chapter 18. All right, kids, do you get an allowance? No? Oh, man. Nobody in this room gets an allowance. I can't believe it. Uh, Well, let's imagine tonight that you get an allowance, okay? All right? Shouldn't have trouble imagining that. 
Um, and, and that basically just means your parents give you a certain amount of money every week, okay? So let's imagine, you're going to stretch your imagination for just a minute, that you have a $5 allowance. That means that every week you get $5 just for being alive. It's pretty awesome, isn't it? All right, we're going to imagine that tonight. Okay, you have a $5 allowance. That means every week your parents give you $5, and you can spend that money, or you can be wise and you can save that money, uh, but you have that $5 to use. Now, imagine that making $5 a week. That's how much you're getting per week in your allowance. Just $5, okay? It's a pretty good amount. But imagine that that's how much you get, but then you owe someone $50 million. All right, that might be a little harder to imagine. That's a lot of money, a lot of money, all right? We, I don't think anyone in this, in this room has a really good grasp on how much $50 million is, okay? That's a lot of money. Well, imagine that you had borrowed that much money, all right? Maybe you wanted a whole bunch of toys all at the same time. All right, you could get a lot of toys for $50 million. But you borrowed that amount of money. Very, very unwise thing to do, okay? But you owe someone that much money. And they said, pay me back. And you get $5 a week in your allowance. And they want you to pay the $50 million back. I want all the money back that, that you borrowed from me. Well, we'd, we'd be in trouble, wouldn't we? Well, Jesus told a story about a man who was kind of in that sort of a situation. He, Jesus told this story about a king and some servants that the king had. And here's what he said in Matthew chapter 18, starting in verse 23. The Bible says, Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king, which would take account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him, which owed him 10,000 talents. That's hard for us to know exactly what 10,000 talents is. I'm not going to go through what you've probably heard before about trying to figure that up. But let's just say it's a lot of money, okay? This, this guy owed the king a lot of money, like kind of like the $50 million lot of money, okay? It was way more than this guy was making. It was a lot of money that he owed to this king. And the servant owed all that money to the king, so do you know what the king did? Well, the Bible says, but for as much as he had not to pay. In other words, this guy didn't have the money to pay him back. His Lord commanded him to be sold and his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. So in other words, he couldn't pay the king. And the king said they were going to sell all that that man had and that that man would become a slave in order to pay back that money. Wow. That's rough, isn't it? Well, the servant was scared. He didn't want that to happen. He didn't want to lose everything he had. He didn't want to become a slave. And so he didn't want any of that to happen. So the Bible says the servant therefore fell down and worshipped him saying, Lord, have patience with me and I will pay thee all. Now, that man did not have enough money to pay the king back, did he? Do you think he ever could have paid him back that much money? He owed 
remember, compare it to you make $5 in your allowance and you owe someone $50 million. Do you think you'd ever be able to pay that back? That's kind of the situation this servant was in. No matter how hard he worked, no matter how long he, could, he would try to earn enough money, he would not be able to pay this back. So think about it this way. If you have a $5 allowance and you owe somebody $50 million, do you know how long it would take you to pay back that money if you were just making $5 a week? It would take you more than 190,000 years. I don't think any of you are going to live that long. All right. So in other words, there's no way you could ever pay it back. Well, this servant couldn't pay it back either, but he said, he, he asked the king, will you be patient with me? I'll pay it back. Well, the king knew he was never going to be able to pay it back. Even if he worked on it for the rest of his life, he would just be starting to pay back all the money that he owed. So he had nothing he could really do. But he asked the king to be patient with him and to give him a chance. And do you know what the king did? Well, Jesus said, Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave him the debt. Wow. That's amazing. Can you believe that? The guy owed the king all of that money and the king forgave him. All of it. Can you imagine that? The king was patient with that man, so patient that he just told the guy he didn't have to pay the debt at all. He was that kind. He was that forgiving to that man. That is so much money. But the king said, you're forgiven. You don't have to pay any of it. Now, there's more to the story. But before we go on in the story, I want us to think about this for just a minute. Have you ever done anything wrong? Wow. Let's try that again. Have you ever done anything wrong? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's more like it. Um, have we ever sinned and broken God's law? Yes. yes, we have. Every one of us have. Right, guys? We have all sinned. We've all broken God's law. And what do we deserve for our sin? Well, we deserve to be punished. The Bible says that we deserve to go to hell. We deserve to be separated from God, to be punished for that sin in hell. That's what we deserve. Just like that man deserved to be sold as a slave to pay his debt. But is God patient with us? sure is. Can we ever work hard enough to wash away our sin? Can we ever work hard enough to pay for all of what we've done? Some people think, you know, I've done a few bad things, but if I do enough good things, then that'll, that'll you know, wash away the bad things. Well, God said that even the good things that we do, he can't accept them, because even those things are sinful. We can never pay for our own sin. We can never do enough. We can never work hard enough to take care of that. We're like that servant. We're stuck. No matter how hard we try, we're never going to be able to pay our debt. But God is patient with us. He knows we can't pay for our sin. So Jesus paid for our sin. 
He sacrificed himself so that we could be forgiven. He gave himself so that our debt could be paid. Do you think that it was easy for that king to say, I'm going to lose all that money? No big deal. Well, he was certainly richer than that servant, but it was still a sacrifice. Well, so much more than that, Jesus sacrificed to pay what we owe for our sin. He gave up his life. He died for us. That's the kind of sacrifice that God made so that we could be forgiven. That's the kind of love and kindness and patience and forgiveness that God shows to us. The king sacrificed to forgive his servant's debt. Jesus sacrificed so much more to forgive our debt. And we need to be thankful to God for that, don't we? We need to be thankful that God has wiped that away. Do you think that servant needed to be thankful to the king? He was so desperate. Oh no, I owe all of this money. I can't do anything about it. I can't pay it. There's no, nothing I can do. And he calls out to the king and he says, will you be patient with me? And the king says, I'm forgiving it all. And the servant says, okay. No. A servant ought to say, thank you so much. And do you think that servant would want to serve that king after that? He'd want to do whatever he could to help that king, to do whatever that king wanted to. He would be indebted to that king forever. Well, that's the same with us with our salvation. We need to be thankful for the sacrifice Jesus Christ made, and we need to be willing to serve God that way. But there's something else that God's forgiveness and patience and kindness should do in our lives too. And the story goes on about this servant. Matthew chapter 18, verse 28 says, But the same servant, this is the guy who got forgiven of all that money that he owed, he went out and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him a hundred pence, and he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me that thou owest. All right, so this guy just got forgiven all this money, and he goes over to his other servant and he says, you owe me money too, and you need to pay it right now. So, just so we kind of have a little bit of an idea. Again, it's hard for us to know exactly how much these amounts of money are, okay? People disagree with, on them. But let's imagine it this way, okay? Imagine that you have a $5 allowance, all right? You're still with me on that, right? Okay? You're still daydreaming about it. All right, $5 allowance. Imagine you get $5 a week and someone borrowed $85 from you. Now, is $85 a lot of money? Yeah, $85 is a, is a pretty, pretty decent amount of money, right? I mean, you could get a pretty nice Lego set for $85. Well, that was kind of like this guy, okay? He had let this other servant borrow something like that, okay? Let's, let's say $85. All right, he's getting $5 a week. He lets him borrow $85. And now he says he wants it back. Well, what do you think the other servant said? He came up to him, give me the money that you owe me. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him or begged him saying, have patience with me and I will pay thee all. 
he told the man, be patient with me. Now, do you think that other servant could have worked for a while to make that money to pay him back? Okay, so if you're making $5 a week, it would take you a little while to get $85, right? But I know from what some of you guys have told me that you're masters of saving your allowance. And you've saved up some pretty good chunks of money if you save it week after week, right? So if you got $5 a week, it'd take you a little while, but you could get $85 eventually, right? If you wanted that Lego set bad enough. All right. So this fellow servant could have made up the money to pay him back. All right, probably would have taken a little while. He would have had to put some work into it. But he says, be patient with me, and I'll pay it back to you. So what do you think the servant did then? Well, the Bible says, and he would not, but went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debt. He said, I'm not going to give you any time. I'm not going to be patient with you. You have to pay me right now, and if you can't pay me right now, I'm going to throw you in jail. And that's what he did. He couldn't pay him the money, so he got him thrown into jail. Now, what should he have done? The king showed patience and compassion to him, even though he owed tons of money, right? But the king still forgave him. He, so, he showed that kindness, that compassion, that love to him. Well, he should have shown patience and compassion to the other servant who owed him a lot less, right? He should have, at the very least, given him some time. But you know what he really should have done? He should have said, you know what? The king just forgave me that ton of money that I owed to him. I can forgive a little bit to this other guy. I can show kindness too. I've been forgiven so much. My master has been so patient with me. I can be patient with my fellow servant. That's what he ought to have done. Well, the king found out about what happened. And he was angry. He said, I forgave thee all that debt because thou desiredst me. Shouldst not thou also have had compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I had pity on thee? He said, I forgave you all of that money. And what do you do? You won't forgive a little bit to this other servant. Compared to what I forgave you, it's nothing. The king had been so patient and so kind to the servant, and, he, and that servant was not at all patient to the other servant. So the question is, what about us? How patient are we with other people? How patient has God been to us? How does that compare to how patient we are to other people? When you thought you were going to get to go to the zoo, but then your parents tell you that it's actually not going to work out. When your little brother colors all over your favorite book. When your friend tells you that the game you want to play is dumb. When your kid makes an unbelievable mess all over everything again. 
those things feel like a pretty big deal when they happen, don't they? We might laugh at them later. We might laugh about them right now. But when we're right in the middle of it, it feels like a pretty big deal, doesn't it? How patient are we when those kind of things happen? How patient are we with the people around us? You know, it's hard when someone lets us down. Or when they mess our stuff up. Or they do something unkind or careless. It feels like somebody's taking $85 away from us, doesn't it? It feels like a pretty big deal. We want them to pay it back right now. We want it to be fair. We want to get back at them. We want to make them pay for the unkind or selfish or careless things that they did to us. But let me ask you this. How does that compare to what God has done for you? Is God patient with you? Do you sin? And I don't just mean before you say before you were saved. Those of you who know Jesus Christ as your savior, do you still sin? Do you still break God's law? Do you still do things that break his heart? Do you do things that were serious enough that Jesus had to die to pay for them? Yeah, that's how we live our lives. And by God's grace, we can conquer that sin, but we all have been shown a whole lot of patience and a whole lot of forgiveness and a whole lot of kindness. And he offers his forgiveness to us each and every time we sin. He doesn't take our salvation away when we do something wrong. He offers to save anyone who will come and place their faith in Jesus Christ. God is so forgiving. He's so kind. He's so patient. What about you? 1 Thessalonians 5.14 Warn them that are unruly. Comfort the feeble-minded. Support the weak. Be patient toward all men. The Bible talks about preferring one another. Patience with others' selfishness or foolishness or carelessness. That's part of preferring one another. It is hard to be patient with people who aren't as smart as we are. It's hard to be patient with people when they make promises and they don't follow through. It's hard to be patient with people who make a lot of mistakes. Patience is hard. But God tells us to be patient toward all men, toward everybody. That includes your parents. Parents, that includes your kids. That includes your siblings, even your younger siblings. That includes your teachers and teachers. That includes your students. It includes your friends, the people you're in class with, the people who live in your neighborhood. It's everyone. Be patient toward all men. Why? Because of the patience and forgiveness God has shown to us. We have an unpayable debt. We are going to owe God for all of eternity. And I'm grateful for that. But how should that influence 
how we view our relationships with others. So next time someone does something that makes you angry or drives you crazy, remember how patient and forgiving God is with you and share a little bit of that patience with them. Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you so much for your word. And we thank you for this parable. We know it's a, it's a, a fictional story, but it, it so powerfully illustrates the wonder of your forgiveness, the wonder of your patience. And Father, you know this is an area that we all need your help with. We all have people in our lives with whom we should better be reflecting the character of Christ in our patience and our kindness to them. Help us with those in our lives who seem to always be doing one thing or another that gets on our nerves or that irks us or hurts us. Help us with those in our lives who seem to always be making mistakes, doing careless things, or being selfish. Help us to see that our own hearts are so sinful and we've been forgiven of so much and that we can be so Christ-like if we show godly patience. Help that to be a way that we look like Jesus Christ in the lives of all those you put around us. Thank you again for the wonder of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. It's because of that sacrifice we can even pray to you tonight. And we pray this in his wonderful name. Thank you for listening. If you have questions about your relationship with God or you would like to know more about the ministry of Good News Baptist Church, please visit us online at goodnewsbaptist.org or call us at 757-488-3241. We encourage you to share this message with others. We trust your heart was challenged as you listened and God's word has had an impact on your life as together we strive to show forth the path of life. Press on.